Can I say? Also, so we had we did the dog thing, like we put a GoPro on a dog at the wedding, and the entire footage. Wait, don't our... say it like it's a thing. Hold, hold the phone. <laughs> hold the phone. The thing where you put a GoPro on a dog. That's at a, thing. a wedding. So we had, we had a at a wedding. We had seen it in a video, and it was a really cute video. And then we did it, and like there's hours of footage of people's either crotches because that's the level it's at, or they, or they lean down to like look at the camera and pet the dog, and you just see down blouse. Like. Oh, Chris's safe search. Oh. <laughs> Let's talk about young adulthood, the messy, the marvelous, and mildly awkward. I am your co-host, Corby, and future daughter-in-law. I'm your other co-host, Maddie, and I'm very opposed to the wedding industrial complex. This is your sound producer, Chris, and I am the only millennial married. This is your content producer, Nicole, the perpetual bridesmaid. Okay, so today on the podcast, we're talking about weddings. Because, as you know, millennials really love to get married, and that's all that we do. We're talking about weddings today because we have, for the first time ever, a guest in the studio. Is that me? That is you. Our dear, dear friend. Colleague. And colleague. A gentleman and a scholar. His apartment smells of rich mahogany. And he has very many leather-bound books. Yes, he does. His name is Brandon. So, Brandon, tell us about yourself. Who are you? How do you know us? Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm like, I, um, <laughs> sorry, I had to get out of the way. Well, as you mentioned, my name is Brandon, and I know everyone in this room as if they were my own siblings. We've been together, dating, off and on, planning <laughs> weddings together. Because sometimes I feel like a brother, and other times it's You feel like a groomsman? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. Um, I don't, I don't know what to say about weddings. I mean, I'm currently planning one, but... It's basically already done. So. Okay, well that's good. So I am the expert, I guess. You are the expert. That's really why we had you on this episode. Yeah. Um, more specifically, <laughs> we know you from our our grad program that most of us share. Oh yeah, I suppose I could have mentioned that. A counseling student. And you were briefly engaged to Chris, so you know there's yes. that too. Yes. So much drama happening. Sixteen years is hardly brief, but I mean you can label <laughs> whatever you want. Okay, so uh, so you are currently engaged, and you are currently going to get married. When are you getting married? Oh, put me on the spot. The exact date: June, well, June, 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 sometime in the next forty years. No, like is it next summer? It's next next June. Okay, yeah. okay. And you already have everything planned. Yeah. So we have a. Gr- I can do a plug for um, a location because, truthfully, it's been okay. seamless. They, and they trust me; they don't pay me for this, but I hope they do now. <laughs> Profile Event Center, not too far from here, off University. They have everything in-house: catering, Ooh. event planner for the day of, beforehand, a lot of communication, and DJ. And you basically Ooh. just show up whenever they tell you to, and you pick out food and dessert and fun. Yeah. So. 
That's so my blog. Is that why you guys are pretty much done at this point? For the most part, it, we're too early that we can't really plan a whole lot until probably around the eight-month mark is when things start to pick up and you have to really order things and contact sure. people and all that. But Did you, like, get to do a food tasting when you no. went to this place? Not yet, but that'll be in probably two months. Okay. And... I'm so excited. Is that the thing yes. you're counting down to with more specificity than your actual wedding? Yes. You answered yes. that right away. <laughs> well, I, I'm, after that, I, I'll probably forget what my wedding is. I need a reminder or two. But for the food tasting, sign me up. The food tasting they, is the most important part. Uh, yeah. I always imagine from like the movies or the TV shows where they do like cake test, testing and they like have all the different flavors of cakes. I feel like that would be my favorite part. I'm not even a cake fan. I'm not either. But like that seems so cool and hoity-toity. And it's always yep. like a big plot point in a lot of movies because it's either like the groom taste testing with the maid of honor who's mm. secretly in love with or whatever it ends up being. Scandal. It's you never like... You to say that on the <laughs> 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 It's not uh, It's exactly right. it's, it's exactly, you know, it's, it's never a good day when you go cake tasting in a movie. If they show that, it's going to go down. And I know that things get busy around that eight-month mark when you're like testing cakes and stuff. But seriously, just set up tastings places. Like, just go to cupcake shops and, like, just... We, even if you already decided on yep. your cake, like, just keep going. We're doing you get donuts, so much donuts soon because they give you yes. a half dozen for free. You have to sit down and have a consultation, which, whatever, I can sit and put some headphones in for 35 minutes and then just <laughs> eat donuts. So you're not even going to have the illusion that you're having this consultation. Like, go, go ahead, go ahead. You're listening to your I own you podcast. I'll do one... One earbud out. <laughs> that That's my loop. And I'll face this way so that they. Yeah. <laughs> it's facing left. They they for see the, the good side. For the viewers, the listeners at home. Yep. Where are you we getting a you donut tasting? I know Glamdoll Donuts does it for sure. So they're probably there. Another plug. Go to. Glam I know. I donuts. This is unreal. Listen, if you need someone to taste donuts with you, you want to be my partner. I'll come with That'd you. That'd be this fun. Is oddly yeah. sexual. <laughs> I can see where that sixteen years of relationship <laughs> yeah, mean, came from for sure. Now they're nothing more Tasting. than heterosexual life partners. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. how it goes. I don't actually. Want to, if you can elaborate, that'd be fantastic. Yeah, we have to move on. We're pressed okay. for time. Okay. <laughs> so we have some, um, in the spirit of our podcast, some mildly awkward questions to ask you. Um, number one. Well, okay, we know that millennials don't get married a lot. Uh, I think New York Times says we get married at a rate of like 70%, whereas boomers are like 91% marriage rate or something like that. We're the lowest since the 70s. Yep. So, Brandon, why are you getting married? It's a fantastic question. I, I want to say, well, through my research, this is what I, but I'm not that kind of expert, obviously, but... Why am I getting married? Great question. I think it's just easier to, when you find someone, just lock it up as soon as possible, regardless of age. And that's what I did. I mean, we've been dating since, this is seven and a half years, this year, so. And you I, were seven when you started dating? Yep. Okay. Yep. I just want to clarify. The 16 years with you Chris, were... and then at seven, yes. I moved on <laughs> to a different one. Yep. Correct. Perfect. Thank you. For the so, yeah, I think. They say romance is dead. Who cares on the age? You know, I mean, if if you found the right person, then might as well make it happen as soon as possible and start your life together. And All right, but is there like doing. a limit to that? Like Harold and Maud? Yes. Or yeah. no. Stop making old people references. Wait, you're Harold it's and Maude. It, okay, it's a, it's a really old movie, but it's like this young <laughs> teen, young teenager falls in love with this like eighty year old woman. Oh, Why wow. are you watching that? 
I watched it when I was like in middle school. This is our segment where we talk about what Chris is watching. Save search off. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, I just like, what's the age, what's gap. The age gap? Okay, that's well, okay. That's, that's a good question. Okay, so for all of you guys, what's the most, what's what's the age gap that you're comfortable with, older than you versus younger than you? I can do upper 80s if they're dying soon. <laughs> <laughs> mm. and if I know I'll get something out of it, then yes, I can do upper 80s. Okay, in a non-gold digger scenario. Oh, whoa, every scenario. Those are the only kind of Every single one of my scenarios. Um, does not date anyone who does not I would say, dogs. like right now, like if I start dating someone. Yeah, what's your what's the oldest you're comfortable with versus the youngest you're comfortable with? I'd say mid-30s, I'm totally comfy with, and the youngest, um, 19, 20. Like, co- they have to be, like, through some college. How old are you? 23. Okay. I had to think about it, yeah. So I'd say, like, halfway through college, because I don't want to, I don't want to deal with that, like. Helping them pick a major. <laughs> While you're doing oh that testing. sounds like pure hell. No. <laughs> How about you guys? Oldest year, like biggest age gap above versus biggest age gap below that you'd be comfortable with? I think mine's five and five, probably. Oh, okay. Oh, five up, five down. Yeah. How old are you? 29. 29. Okay. Yeah. I feel like there could be some flexibility there, but. So know. what would be. Are you going to try to add five and subtract five? To no, I was saying like 24. Like I feel like they kind of have their lives together. So I didn't know if you like, Sorry, if you're just basically yeah. just going off your age or if it was more like, I don't, I really don't want to hit 22 or 23. Yeah. I think the five and five is more like a, I don't know. I can't think of the word. Rule of thumb. Yes, thank you. Okay. But it's really like a maturity thing. And then getting older, I just don't know. I dated a guy who was 34 and that was starting to weird me out. Because I felt like he wanted to get married sooner than I did. Was he asking you about AARP stuff and like? You're <laughs> <laughs> getting close. Yeah, that is near the end. <laughs> Can you co-sign my son's loans? <laughs> like, oh boy, he's a bit old. I would say probably like six months to either side. What? That's really close. close. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> I was like, there's no way. Six days. For context, Chris is married. What is the age gap between you and your wife? It would be. Five months. Mm. She's oh. older. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> Those five months. She's more mature. They really do. They really do. Yeah. So, what's your real one? What? Oh, your, my real. Yeah, okay, actual age. age your real I mean, I, I think. <laughs> oh, what's your real life? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely out of undergrad for sure. Got to be graduated. How old are you? Um, I am twenty-six. Oh, you're my age. On the upper side, though. I would probably say, yeah, mid-30s sounds reasonable. I, yeah, that sounds reasonable. Yeah, and then on the younger age? Out of undergrad, so at least 22. Okay. Yeah, it's just a good age. I don't See, know about you. Oh, yeah, well, so we'll have our guest right in. Oh, thank you. Um, I would say the upper range would be... 52, because I think that's how old Sandra Bullock is, and I remember <laughs> I guess, like, when you start yeah. thinking, like, Halle Berry, oh, Angelina yeah. Jolie, you're like, well, okay, I'll matter. match their age, like, yep. no matter what, for that's sure. Right. Yep. Oh, my gosh, yes. Oh, my God. And Helen Mirren. They have oh, more to bring Helen to the table <laughs> other than being 52, though. Brad like, Pitt. Ooh. What's that old guy that died three years ago? <laughs> <laughs> Him, too. 
And then lower. I'm 23, so I mean, it's difficult to have a lower range at this point in time. Well, I suppose it's like, would you have to date someone who's out of college, for example? Or would it be like, yeah, if you're 19, you're fine? I mean, not I just like that phrase. You're 19. Yeah, you're fine. (laughs) Well, I know that, okay, speaking to you as an engaged person, I'm not trying to be too specific or anything, Um, but like, you know. Yeah, I I think life circumstances, as what's been mentioned, just depending on if they have things figured out and where they're at. So I prob- that usually means after college, I suppose. But. I think so. And I want just a disclaimer for any listeners we may have who are in college. Like, you're perfectly fine. Just date someone you're right. You don't want to date us anyway. We're yeah, all no. jaded. We're not a terrible. We have, we have work schedules. You know, you don't want any of this action. Well, college is like a good time to like meet other people in college with you because you're going through similar experiences. So right. that's like exactly. a... Really, we're doing you a favor by not dating you. <laughs> That guy in your history class? Go for it. Yeah. I guess for me, the age gap, I'll go 10 years up, two years down. Two years down? So 24 to I don't have any. Yeah, I don't really. Maddie likes older men. I like older men, apparently. It's true. Like the the true. dates that I've gone with guys in their 30s have been the most fun for me. Because I feel like we're in a similar There's place so in many. life. But Brandon, <laughs> what is, okay, since you've gotten engaged and been telling people. Yeah. Have you received any unsolicited marriage advice? And if so, what's the worst piece of it that you got? Because I haven't yet, I'm going to make some up. <laughs> <laughs> well... Have people given? What would be the advice? No, and I, and I think a lot of people that I talk to just know the relationship anyway, so it's difficult for them to say, here's some advice. And I also think being engaged is different than, oh, we're... We've been married for two days. Oh, here's some marriage advice. Uh, oh, you know, yeah. Here's some engagement advice. Not many people say that. I mean, you get the typical masculine, oh, let her pick everything. That's like, oh, okay, I don't get to pick anything. Well, that should be a fun Gosh. day for me as well. Did you have that conversation? Like, did you did you help in the planning? Like, how much of the planning was you? Um, she picked a lot. Yeah. Um, I think because we haven't picked many things yet, it, a lot of it was just doing the kind of the hard labor of searching for a site, whether it was indoor or outdoor. So, I mean, I was a part of that, but she ultimately found the one. So I guess she's doing a lot better than I am so far, but I'll let you know in a couple months after we've done some real decision making. For sure. I can help with the donuts though. Yeah. Put that on next Saturday. (laughs) For those of you keeping score at home, that's the second time Chris has offered to do the donut. (laughs) More to come. What's the worst part of wedding planning? The other people. What other people? Just other people that have their own ideas of what they think would look good, sound good. Like the caterer and the DJ. Yep. And the donuts. <laughs> <laughs> the donuts specifically have been talking to me. But I don't know if I'm in the right place. Right. <laughs> I just heard counseling. Um, yeah, I think just you lose sight of kind of why you're getting married sometimes when they're People will approach you, whether it's relatives or friends, and they, whether it's they assume they're invited or they want to be invited oh, no. or they, they say, hey, you should invite this person because they would do so, such and such. And it's just difficult sometimes to please everyone, whether it's colors, design of things. It's funny how quickly it becomes not your day. Yeah. Nailed Did it. you have any like techniques to sort of, you know, stave that off? Like when you were getting married, Chris, like did you have a line you'd give people like thanks, but please go away or something? Or? Uh, love you, mom. Um, for, <laughs> just, uh, love, love you, mom. But yeah, sometimes when people, you just gotta draw the line in the sand. Like when some people are like, 
you know what, maybe this. And I'm like, you know what, maybe you should never say that again, or you just don't have to go. <laughs> oh, so we're real live in Yes. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, yeah. my wedding guests don't make that kind of statement. <laughs> if you want to remain oh, a wedding yeah, I know what you're talking about. For my much. sister's wedding, it was suggested that they have more cake. And so what she did, she said, okay, if you pay for it. And they did. So they oh, had more cake. That's oh, a baller move. That yeah. is. That's a really it was clever great. way wow. to get more cake. There was a lot of cake. <laughs> <laughs> what it really comes down to, though, is picking your battles, I think, because... There are some things you have to be flexible with. Our our parents had helped to fund the wedding, and so when they were like, "Yeah, we want to invite some of our friends," it's you kind of have to say, "Okay, that's fine," um, and figuring out yeah where your line is. Have you ever heard the school of thought that your wedding is actually for the guests more than it's for you? Um, that's <laughs> sort of how we planned our wedding. I'm honestly. not saying it's true. I'm just saying, have you heard the school of thought? Yeah, and I think when you look at how much money each guest costs, and you think about all of the things that you would want in a wedding, you want to give that to them as well, and then it adds up quickly, and you kind of just accept that, and we have definitely picked some things that, in hopes, would increase the satisfaction from our guests. Hey, Mildly Awkward fans, it's almost Halloween. To celebrate, we want to hear your spookiest stories and wild Halloween lore. Write us at mildlyawkwardpodcast at gmail.com or give us a message on our Facebook page. You might hear your story featured on our Halloween episode. Do you believe in soulmates? No, yes, is my answer. I mean, I think that there potentially could be someone that you ultimately connect with on a kind of indescribable level, but... I don't know if I agree. I don't know if I believe in soulmates per se with that terminology. Hmm. But I mean, when you've been dating since you were sophomores in high school, again, I wouldn't use that terminology, but sure. What bothers you about the terminology? It, it kind of adds a religious element into it of when you add soul and this kind of beyond your body experience that. But isn't your love greater than yourself? No. No. <laughs> really? Yeah. Do you, are you on the same boat of like the terminology and what it? No, I think there could be more than one person. I gotcha. think there could be more than one soulmate, or I think that that's their soulmates that don't always have to be romantic, like someone who just yeah. comes into your life and upends everything you thought was true, sort of thing, but not necessarily romantic. Starts a podcast with you. Starts a podcast. <laughs> we'll figure it out. But no, I feel I feel the same way in terms of I don't like the word soulmate, but I do believe that there are people similar enough, connect with enough, you would be happy with them. Mm-hmm. But I also think there's multiple, like there's tons of people in the world that you could connect with. But I think people take it as like, this is my soulmate because yeah. it's the only person I know that I connect with so well. And it's, well, I mean, if that makes you happy, but no, I'm more just like five other people in this state that you can feel the same way with. <laughs> you just haven't met them or you haven't interacted with them. I thought you and I were soulmates, Brandon. You know, 16 years, and here we are. I'm only 23, so... Flashback to the moment we met. They are 16 years ago. Currently 16 years ago. Holding hands underneath the table. <laughs> it's a very long... Meet? It's such a long It's a very time. small table. Yeah, how did you guys meet? Can you guys take us back to that moment? Who, Chris and I? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so... You tell it so well, you go. The summer of 2001. Mm-hmm. Um, What's a song from we, summer 2001? I was thinking, like, Maybe somebody... <laughs> singing all-star on a bus yeah. uh, going home from school you and i heard brandon's voice and i what did it sound like brandon hey Rip. <laughs> i was in our puberty because uh, he was 
I was you were negative. I was negative nine. Yeah, negative mm-hmm. nine. There was just something nine. about the way it cracked, you know, mm-hmm. and I just, yeah. I just it it felt right, and yeah. so I walked up and started talking to you. I can't remember. Do you remember what our first oh, conversation? You were on yes. a bus. On a bus on the way. They allowed you to move around on the bus. Well, no, but it was worth it, you know. Okay, so sneaky, sneaky. How would I forget what you said? Those words that you said to me that first day was uh, <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah, you walked up. Before, you didn't even ask us. You just sat down and you said, "Hey, nice socks, kid." Yeah, and I remember they were this beautiful purple pair that had little sailboats on it. Yeah, come sail, and I said, "Come sail with me," and that was it. And oh, then from there, we just oh, was uh, "Independent Women Part One" by Destiny's Child. Oh, perfect, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for looking that up. Please put that song. Please put that song in the background. You got, please, That's, that would be please amazing. Edit that we'll pay in. Very anything quietly. to Destiny's Child. Also, keep this and how we got the idea. Keep it all in there. Special thanks to Steve Higgins for composing our theme song. Find him on Facebook at Steve Higgins Music and follow him on Instagram at steve.higgins. Yes, okay, so we have some questions written in by listeners um, who are 100% real. <laughs> for a second, you oh, did the wedding cool. party. That's great. Are you ready to answer some questions with all of your vast knowledge? Yeah, um, mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, wait. Just we'll throw it in. Yep. We'll, okay. Okay. Yeah. So, first one. <clears throat> this comes from someone in Bloomington. Nice. He's like, should I include a dress code on our invitations? <sighs> We're getting married during the day at SeaWorld at the Mall of America, and I don't want it to be completely casual. Like, you know, I want people to dress like they're on a date at an aquarium, not like yeah. they're out for the day with their kids. Right. What should I say on the invitations? And that is from Orcas, where black and white yep. in Bloomington, Minnesota. Oh, that was nice of them. I, I think you should include something, especially at a very specific context, contextual place like that. And I would say something, shirts and skins or something like that. <laughs> that would be my dress code. One side of the family is skins, one side is shirts. Correct. Which side are you with? Are you with yeah. the shirts or the skins? And then you have to, yep, exactly. Yeah. You, you if you had to pick, though, I, yeah. if yeah. you had to pick. Which one? Like your family or your Yeah, fiance. would you put your family to <laughs> that or would you force your fiance's family, your future in-laws? It's not forced. Like, I'm imagining they both have agreed that it's a yep. shirt. It's, mu- it's mutual. Yeah. Um, they would have to be skins. Yeah, they have, more, they have better bots than my family. <laughs> <laughs> it's just good. Simple as that. One of my favorite dress codes is classy from the waist up, pantsless from the waist down. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That would work for this listener at SeaWorld if you get yeah. splashed on. Mm-hmm. One less article of clothing yep. to have super wet. You're not going to ruin your full tux. <laughs> Do you have another question? Of course, yeah. I'd love okay. to get back to my listeners. Yes, or absolutely. your listeners, I guess. Sorry, I'm already... You know, they they uh. wrote in for you. They were, they're huge fans. Welcome to Brandon's podcast. <laughs> My uncle Stan is really good at accordion. Uh, he plays polka dances all over the all over town and all over the Twin Cities. He really wants to play at my reception, but he played at my sister's wedding reception when she got married last summer, and it totally killed the mood. Everyone stopped dancing. What do I tell him? He's really excited to be playing accordion at my wedding reception, and that is from Accordion Kiss of Death in Hudson, Wisconsin. No, just kind of dead on with these names. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, these are, are defining nothing, if not moments. Very creative. I think everyone has an uncle Stan. That does something they don't want them to do, but I I believe in personal growth. It's been there's been some time, a lot of time to practice. I say give him a chance. <laughs> like maybe he expanded his repertoire. Yeah, some Destiny's Child in there. Oh, Lady Gaga. Mm-hmm. Bad romance. I mean, you never know. Can you never imagine know. bad romance on an accordion? <laughs> <laughs> I think he 
poker face, which is like a whole bunch of notes <laughs> just in a row. <laughs> Some vanilla ice on the accordion or something. Like, how's that gonna sound? Uh, I have a friend who's chronically single. He RSVP'd to our wedding five months ago and said he was gonna be not bringing a plus one. Uh, now, three weeks before the wedding, he said he knows he, he told us, you know, I knew I put down a plus one when I RSVP'd, and he wants to invite someone to our wedding. I don't want to crush his spirit because he's over the moon about this girl and claims that she's the one, but it's a huge hassle. What do I do? He's friends with both me and my fiance, and that is from Ted Mosby's sidekick in New York. Ah, uh, mm-hmm. Well known. Well, you have, to, you have to have a firm line here where you say, do yourself first before you... you go to them. Will they enhance our pictures? Because there are some really beautiful people out there that if they would, I mean, you, you make an exception. Because it's all about when you post your pictures on Facebook, how many likes am I getting? <laughs> and I think if it's a beautiful date, great. So it's like, will it bring up the overall attractiveness? Yes. Then yes, it's Exactly. So do you require like seeing a picture of a person before you say yes or no? Or do you go on their word? Oh, picture. Picture. Easily. And email. An email. Because you want to download, be able to edit, because they'll be doing some editing with the pictures. So you want to see how it's going to turn you out. Post edit. Post send edit. it to your photographer yes. to edit, edit for, this for me. See, this make... is why we bring you in as an expert. Mm-hmm. Like, we wouldn't think of this. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> I, I want to just one quick one. We have listeners in New York. We are internationally known, some would say. <laughs> some would say. <laughs> Have a question, suggestion for a topic, or maybe you just need some mildly awkward advice. Shoot us an email at mildlyawkwardpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. We had landed in LA and we're driving up the coast, up the 101, you know, take a ride on the 101, take a left on the 405. All the way up. The 101, too. That's going to be the whole 60 seconds. <laughs> the Californians. Um, so we arrived in San Luis Obispo, and it was supposed to be beautiful. In my head, I envisioned, because I knew it was an Airbnb, so there was this beautiful ocean view, and it was going to be right on the porch with a nice table, romantic, have some wine, because it was on a winery as well. Well, this guy sold wine. It wasn't a winery, but... And it's pouring the day of, just raining cats and dogs and elephants and all the animals you could possibly imagine. And I'm thinking, I'm scrambling my head. I'm, I need to do it now. So I decide, you know what? I'm just going to make up the story that I lost my phone and she needs to help me find it. So I was with my brother and sister-in-law and they go out and I, I'm like, come on, I need to find my phone. We got to go because we were hustling. We're trying to get out of there. And she's looking around and I'm in the bedroom on one knee with the ring and she goes in the bathroom first. She turns around and I see her and she has her hood up above her eyes because of the rain and you can hardly see her face. And she had been sick that entire week and she just looks at me and I'm like, okay, here's the deal. I literally started with, okay, here's the deal. (laughs) In my head, I had pictured this going a lot better, but this is what's going to go down. And I, you know, I'm sorry you haven't been feeling well, yada, yada. The best part about the entire story is that my brother had just been in the bathroom and taking a massive dump. <laughs> so she walked in there and she smelled that. So now forever, when she s- smells that smell, she will associate it with me and my neighbor person. There you go. True story. And a lovely story. It is. Thank you. All right. So um, it was over a minute. It was a long 60. Well, yeah. We, we're not counting the California. Sorry. Stuff, so. <laughs> my bad, my bad. Uh, we now know where it's located, though. 
Uh, so let's do that again. For international I, do a, I have two comments. Yeah. One, yeah. Um, you said you were heading up the coast and then take a left on the 405. You're in the ocean at this point. <laughs> um, <laughs> two, when you said it was raining, I thought you were just going to go out in the rain like Ryan Gosling. You know? Yeah, That's except when she had had a, a cold all yeah. week. I thought, you know what, we don't want to go on pneumonia, flu level, that could be bad. So instead you went with, here's the deal as an opening molly. <laughs> yep, I went right next to the to the pooper, here's, <laughs> here's the deal. <laughs> If, to clarify, she said yes, right? Um, I think so. I, know. <laughs> I went with the assumption that That's she did. That's actually a really cute story. Thanks. Um. So let's see if you can tell this story in 20 seconds. Okay. And begin. So we arrived at the Airbnb, San Luis Obispo, raining cats, dogs, elephants, turtles, everything. I'm scrambling. I'm thinking we're about to go to a winery. You know what? I'm going to make this story up. Uh, I lost my phone. Come help me find it. Let's go. Let's go. We're in a hurry. Let's go. She turns to the bathroom. What's that smell? Oh my gosh, that smells terrible. <laughs> Turns to the right, me. Hey, how's it going? My locks are flowing, and that was it. <laughs> the rest is history. And we still don't know what she said. No, I don't know. I don't remember. Cause I was, See, I like that we you got, could be planning this. I was worried about the, my locks. The, the, you know, the details of cats, dogs, elephants, and turtles, and right. you don't get to the response to No, the I, I forgot. It's the end. It's important. You know, it's, it's, important. A, it's a certain, you know, artistic decision that you have to make about the story. I'm trying to build... The image, you know, they can't see like I see. Oh, I get the image. You know, <laughs> what's that smell? Of? All right, so one more time, only in five seconds. All right, and begin. Rain, poop, poop. <laughs> Here's the deal. <laughs> brilliant, just brilliant. Yeah, that's if great. we ever need a promo for our podcast, please please Every week. You the oh, perfect. That was good. Okay, so after this inspiring story, we are going to talk about, every week on our podcast, we like to talk about millennial headlines, often about millennials, seldom by millennials, but, you know, we like to see what the world at large thinks about our generation. So from the Time, or no, from Time Magazine? Time, yes. Time. It's Time. Time. <laughs> so this one comes from Time. It is, uh, millennials want jobs and education, not marriage. What's everyone think? <laughs> Fast forward to the next generation. Like, whatever wants jobs and education, wants marriage and children, not Most, jobs and education. Or Most millennials. I kind of wonder, though, it's like, it sort of says something about the economy, though, is, or is our next generation going to be like, you know, generation whatever wants food and shelter, not marriage and Generation kids, you know? apocalypse. Right. <laughs> kind of. As we survive <laughs> this fallout. Because the, the upshot of that article was like, oh, they think that it's, you know, important to be economically stable before you do that. So yeah, it's going to be Generation Apocalypse wants food wants to go to Mars. Or do you feel economic? <laughs> but it could be anyone. They could be thirty, whatever it is, thirty-four, and still be a millennial. Well, they might be looking for marriage at that point. I mean, it's so hard because it, I think it depends on who's reading it as far as how they read the word millennial. <laughs> when I graduated college, the job market was so awful mm -hmm. that you couldn't be married and make an income, and so like I had to live with my parents for a year because. It was, I was making $12 an hour. Oh. Yeah, so, yeah, I had to the worst job first. And I think I would rather be killing an official document than killing people. So I'll, I'll take <laughs> it, to be honest. I'm cool with it. Millennials are cutting out this popular wedding element. 
What is it? It's super clickbait. They are cutting out wedding parties. So having bridesmaids or groomsmen at all. What? Yeah. No. Yay. Okay, a lot of stuff is happening. Chris said no. Corbin said yay. Nicole said it's a dying great idea. It's like lost on a reference. Do you have a wedding party? I mean, I kind of don't. I don't want one anymore. <laughs> You're going to get some time, sir. Your fiance is going to call us up. What did you talk yeah, about? They're done. Everyone's out. Okay, I'm just going to say though, for bridesmaids, having been a bridesmaid too many times, it's the dress, the jewelry, often. So, but sometimes that's your gift. The hair, the makeup, the bachelorette party gift, the wedding shower gift, the wedding gift, the shoes, and just all the stuff that suddenly you're asked to just contribute a little bit. My little brother and sister are very close in age and they are very close friends. And they informed me that um, when my sister gets married, my brother is going to be her maid of honor. Oh. And I can sit on her side of the church and I'm not at the wedding party. What? You're not at the wedding party? No, she was like, no, Liam's going to be my maid of Is honor. It just, so it would just be, be his him? man. It would wow. be just him and no one else in the party? Uh, that's not clear yet. Just not me, apparently. <laughs> I was trying to angle for at least a bridesmaid. Find the Mildly Awkward podcast on iTunes. Subscribe for new episodes dropping every Monday. And leave us a rating and a review. Okay, so usually on our podcast, we play a game called Deal Breakers, where it's like if you're dating someone, all things being equal, if this one thing were present, would that be a deal breaker for you? But I don't want to put you in a situation where you say repeatedly that you're going to break up with your fiance, so we've modified the game a little bit. And the way this game is going to work now is that we're going to say that during wedding planning, you and your fiance each have one veto. And you can use it whenever you want, but you only have one. And in these situations, the question is, would you use your veto? So they want to do a choreographed first dance. <laughs> veto. veto. Really? You're one that, veto? That makes me cringe to like watch. Like not that like Would it help to be a black eyed pizza? Okay, now we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I could do some boom boom powers. <laughs> Tonight's gonna be a good night. In. You're in? Not in veto, I'm in. Oh percent. Wow. Is this a taste of what's to come in the We'll have to see. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'd use my veto on that. Really? Yeah. Nice. Wow. Just try to talk him out of it, or no? I just let it go. Whatever. I like dancing. Yeah, wow, that's awesome. Is that also the song that you're doing this character <laughs> dance to? Let it go. Yes, it's interesting. Uh, how about you? I would. Yeah. No. If that is what the person I'm marrying really wanted. I mean, I might push back a little and be like, "Are you sure?" And if they were like, "Yeah," I'd be like, "Okay." Wow. See, I have a veto as well. I'm like, forget that. No. Also, I don't like dancing, so. I mean, I like dancing. I just don't want to do it in front of everyone. I'd rather just do the slow dance and then trickle my way back to the bar. But it could be a real slow dance. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) It could be good. If it's to Kendrick, I could probably do, (laughs) I could do like, if I was like going wild, then I could totally like be down. Like the '80s dancers. Oh my gosh! Yes, doing. I think humble. Yes. Yes, I would totally. Like, do I would do dance that routine. dance. Yes. Like, it's like you have like snap buttons on your tux and you take it off, and it's like the yes. '80s dance leotard. You're like, yes. boom, let's do it. Exactly. Well, this one's actually topical. Um, instead of taking your last name or hyphenating or you taking theirs, they want you both to take on a whole new last name, and that last name is Thunder. <laughs> yes, I'm in. You're in. Vito. Vito. 
In. In. Veto. Oh, you don't want to be. I don't want to. Thunder. thunder. For the rest no. of your life, you could make great thunder. weather puns about yourself, though. <laughs> <laughs> like here comes the lightning. It wouldn't matter. All I need is Mr. Thunder. Especially if you have Doctor Thunder. Oh, my life just got better. Okay. Um, they only want to play one artist's music at the reception. Which artist? ACDC. Vito. Vito. Ugh. Absolutely. And you got to cater to your old guests a little bit. And if it if you're hammered, it doesn't matter. Okay. Will you also do a choreographed dance in the, like the outfits that ACDC wore? And the shorts. I, I feel like I, I'm just trying not to use my veto. That's the game I play. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just assuming I'm marrying I'm gonna, different I have people. a whole bunch of these. I'm going to get you to okay. read them Okay, so at, it's at the reception. You guys have made your entrance. You know, for the first time ever, Mr. and Mrs. Thunder, you've made your entrance. You're about to sit down for dinner, but your fiancé says, okay, before that happens, I want everyone to stand, and my cousin is going to sing the national anthem. <laughs> we all stand for the national anthem, sung by my cousin, and then we sit down and have dinner. How do they the sound? Yeah. Because it's fine. <laughs> Sounds like a very forced. <laughs> He's fine. He's fine. The, the cousin was work. like in Glee Club, you know, maybe did a secondary part in a musical. Can they hit the last note? They can sometimes hit the last note. Do they have to like That's a risk like, I'm not willing to take. Okay, how about if they could hit the last note? Maybe. Who am I saying no to? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna veto that. I would, I, I would be really turned off, but I. I don't think I. I don't think I'd veto it. I would not marry someone who wanted <laughs> to have that happen at the wedding. What part of that disturbs you? What? Your last name is now Thunder, but you're like, no, they can not sing the national anthem. I think it's just it's weird. Screw you, America! The thunders are out. <laughs> Why would you have that at a wedding? No. Why would you have that? You wouldn't have that at a wedding. Someone I married would not want that at a wedding. Ooh. I. I think I. I wouldn't use my veto either, but I mean, there's something just moving about it done well sometimes. I, I don't know. <laughs> it's done fine. If it, but if it's fine, that's where you got me. Oh, I don't okay. know. I, so I'm gonna, this I'll stay like with it, a but. really good singer. They're like, yeah, our cousin has a voice of an no angel. No doubt. Yeah, you have to. Yeah. It's weird, but yeah. I would try to compromise first and see if they'd sing Amazing Grace or something. Oh, that's a good solution. I just, it's so patriotic. <laughs> 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 Love you, Canada. I'm coming up there. <laughs> Apparently. Um, how about this? Uh, uh, they want a superhero themed wedding. Yes. Where all the guests. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> <I'm in. laughs> where you guys have to no. dress up as superheroes and then all your guests no. do as well. No. Yeah. Vito? Vito. Okay. Vito. So, so yeah. okay. Let's do what I have. Chris. Absolutely. How like nerdy and fun would that be? I'm in. Okay. Corby? No. <laughs> Vito, Vito, Vito. Just for. Context. The eyes are like rolling back into the back of your head. <laughs> I just ah no, because I because I just I because oh, I already know. Oh, get my caddy dog. My head crappy. goes straight to like crappy Halloween um, costumes. No, but these are like cosplay. So this is well done. This Who's is like, paying for this? What is happening? Well, you have your friends. It's like five people at the wedding. You don't. <laughs> it's just my cosplay. Bros. Okay, okay. It's, it's gonna be your your bridal party is in cosplay. You get my to bridal party. party. Both of your bridal parties. I don't know how to say that. Your groomal party. Groomal. <laughs> <No. laughs> the whole thing the is wedding the, wedding party. the wedding party. There you go. The okay. whole wedding party cool. and you two are in high quality cosplay. Also, the efficient is in high quality cosplay of superheroes. 
Does it ha- so it has to be superheroes? Yes. You can choose which sure. superhero. Yeah, I'll go as Storm. <laughs> I mean, if so if it is well done, yes. 140,000%. <laughs> that would be incredible. So here comes Thor coming down <laughs> for the big dance with the, oh with the hammer. Yeah. Oh. You could do like DC versus Marvel. No. You could do the marriage parties. of DC oh, and Marvel. Lasting piece yeah. of the empire. Yeah. Or just Sony and Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> You're all Spider-Man. You only have enough money to afford like an actor to play Spider-Man and just drop down from the middle of the roof like at the middle of the That's roof. That's been to our wedding. Toby <laughs> That's the original. The OG. My <laughs> Spider-Man. Is it a veto? Nicole, veto? It's a firm veto. Oh, wow. Yes. Really? Firm veto. No, okay, see, happy. I am a bit of a nerd and I like to do nerd stuff and... Like, earlier this month, I went to a convention in... <laughs> I'm being distracted by our guests doing Spider-Man hands at me. Is that what And are? everyone. It kind of looked like you were flipping her off. <laughs> it's how nerds do that. No. Um, I was at a convention earlier this month where a lot of people had fantastic cosplay. So this is some really good, like, Wonder Woman cosplay. It's different video games, a lot of Star Wars. So that's what I think of, and so I would be totally down for that. What is cosplay? <laughs> It's like, it's dressing up as like a character, but it's higher, higher quality, I think. A big thank you to our sponsor, Acacia Counseling and Wellness, for your peace of mind. Find them online at www.acaciacw.com. That's A-C-A-C-I-A-C-W dot com. Okay, they want the wedding date to be on Halloween. Yes. Wait, really? Yeah. If it's the superhero one, sure. <laughs> no, they just want it on I'd, Halloween. Yeah, I'd, I'd be down for that. That's fine, I guess. Wow. I love Halloween. Is there like a problem with having it on Halloween? No, just they, they're like it needs to be on Halloween. What if it was on your birthday? Mm. Ooh. Well, you'd so have for, a really easy time remembering. If it was on my birthday, true. I would say for sure. Because then I know when my birthday is. I've been celebrating it for 26 years. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, yeah, happy anniversary, happy. <laughs> <laughs> I like you're singing happy birthday to yourself. <laughs> but today is about uh, me. <laughs> me and, and you. And you. Because the two shall become one, so it's really our birthday. Okay, one more for the road. To save money, instead of hiring a photographer... They want you each to have, like, a belt apparatus where you can attach a selfie stick. And throughout the day, you're going to have multiple selfies from the selfie stick of both of you. And those are your wedding pictures. <laughs> Any other scenario, I would say yes, like, so quickly. Because I think that is so funny. But I think for a wedding, it's so special. It's so intimate. It only happens once. What does anyone else think? No. <laughs> Using your veto? Because, okay, because... All of your pictures are going to have people with selfie sticks <laughs> like well, attached to them. Just you and your spouse. Just you and your spouse have the selfie sticks. And every picture of both of you is going to have <laughs> selfie just, sticks and belt attachments. Like, it's no. just like a sweaty overhead shot. You're like, like, <laughs> just like, okay. Like. You match the belt to the outfit. For sure. You know, it would be like a tasteful. I don't think anyone's questioning that. that. I don't think <laughs> Can I just own up to a uh, groomzilla moment I had? <gasps> Please. When I saw photos from other people's weddings, and it was of the ceremony, and there were people with, like, their iPads, like, held <gasps> up above their heads, taking photos of what was going on in the picture that, like, the professional was photographer's getting. 
I was like, that's not happening at my wedding. <laughs> <laughs> like a bad, <laughs> a bad, a bad No, we got like I got over it, but <laughs> I was worried about He's it because it, just, it doesn't look great. Quickly. He's just like, oh. <laughs> <I'm done. laughs> no, yeah, I, I got over that, and I was like, fine. We like I'm just gonna let people do what they want. But I'm just gonna hope that, that our, doesn't like it, it doesn't ruin you every know, photo. They're on invitations now. Some people are saying, "Please leave your phones in the car." What? Wow! No, I can't are you take notes. notes. I have yeah. the Snapchat. Would you do the body attached selfie stick, Brandon? If if there was a GoPro on the <laughs> other end, yes, because that takes beautiful pictures. <laughs> Does it? I don't know. Not really. <laughs> Gorgeous. What if it wasn't a selfie stick? It was a GoPro strapped to your chest and then your fiance's chest. And you saw the the whole day from their point of view. <laughs> to their chest. Which way? Yeah, it's like I like I just want to see your chest the entire time. Yeah, that's the wrong size. I just like get a, a werewolf. A multi <laughs> Just get a a two legged werewolf. <laughs> like he's standing on his back legs is what I'm referring to. The word you're looking for is a person. <laughs> Get a hairy guy. Get the hairiest guy you can find. Strap a gober on during your wedding. Can you imagine this hairy, like, especially like a hairy, like, six foot seven guy? The question is, have we come full circle to a photographer? A person walking around. Is that what photography is? Oh, boy. Well, it looks like we're getting ready to wrap up here. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us tonight on our podcast about Weddings. This has been Mildly Awkward, the podcast. Thank you so much, Brandon, for being our guest. It's been splendid. Let me know if I can come back for, you know, I'm a sleep expert. Um, that's about it, but let me know. That's fantastic. Okay. I have been your co-host, Maddie. Co-host, Corby. This is your sound producer, Chris. And your content producer, Nicole. Stay wild. Stay mild. <laughs> <laughs> Stay mild, folks.